Red Rum Theater, Episode 13, Commando. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your hosts, Ernesto Alanis and Antonio Moreno. And every week we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. We will talk about how it raised us wrong and raised us right. They were talking about the movie Commando, how it taught us the power of the one-liner and completely desensitized us to violence. Now I want to, right off the bat, deal with what I said last week. I misspoke and said the greatest 80s action movie. No, I said the greatest action movie of all time. That's not what I meant to say. I did not mean to say the greatest action movie of the 80s because we all know what the greatest action movie of the 80s was. It starred Bruce Willis. It was in Nakatomi Plaza. I agree. I 100% agree. Die Hard is by far the greatest action film of the 80s and maybe of all time. And it and it, the the beauty of it is a Christmas movie. Ooh, I loosely Christmas. It's I watch so it every good. year. What I meant to say was Commando is the most '80s action movie of all time. It's the most '80s like cheese, lame, everything a guy wants. Dude, it's it's wonderful. It's it's incredible. Um, it's it's '80s in a way. <laughs> it's unashamedly '80s. The fashion, um. The music, the haircuts, the cars, <laughs> dude, and and you're right. The cheese factor—it's unapologetically cheesy. Like, there are movies made nowadays, pay, trying to be corny, pay homage to that. But Commando, like, it was sincere. They meant it. They they were trying to be that, and uh, that always makes me very very happy. Um, so let's go ahead and dive right into the movie Commando. This '80s gem. Um, the story, it's it's very, very simple. Um, it stars John Matrix. Um, this character, he's ex... He's not, he's not Green Beret. What is he? He's some, something military. Some military so, like thing. Some special ops type thing. And when you meet him... he's not Green Beret because he says to Homeboy <laughs> later, I eat Green Berets for breakfast <laughs> and I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Steakin, you meet... You meet Arnie in this. You meet Arnie. Arnie plays the main guy. Matrix. He's he's pretty much doing house chores, <laughs> but it's working out. That's what he's doing. He's like cutting logs that he's dude, carrying full he's trees. He's carrying a chainsaw. And a, it's a nice chainsaw. It's a nice arm. Are you dude, kidding me? And it show he's got a length of what? You think 10, 12 feet? It's a massive log on his shoulder. Uh, just a tr- It's a tree, dude. And I don't think it's a prop. It looks like a real stinking he's, tree. Dude, well, dude, you see him flip cars in this movie, dude. dude he's Mr. Universe. He is huge. Dude, I cut wood. He's just a specimen, dude. Dude, I cut wood. First of all, though, why is he cutting wood? I cut wood in the dead of winter to heat my home. But you don't need to cut wood. It looks like it's summertime, dude. The sun's out. It's like it's like a desert climate. <laughs> So, you know, it's probably like 89, <laughs> no humidity. And he's cutting trees down, dude. But uh, you, you got the bet. The guy's strong. He's strong as an ox. He's he's, he's a specimen. Like the opening shot, he, it might be of his bicep. It just shows. I think it is his bicep. Bicep. <laughs> just so you know he's the awesomest. Um, but this guy, special ops, he, um, and, you, and he's chopping wood. And all of a sudden, there's music gets dark. And a shadow comes behind him. Who could it be? Is it a bad guy? 
and it's his daughter. And he and the music turns. It just goes super so sweet. Oh, like and it's like a, it's like a lifetime movie for about five minutes. Them eating ice cream at ice cream bar. And then of course she's gotta put some on his nose. <laughs> oh, dad. Oh, daughter. <laughs> Dude, like I remember the movie Taken. Taken does this, and it feels for real. Like you see, there's a divorce. Taken is the best. And you feel relationship is very. It's organic. It feels believable. I watch it. And I'm like, this guy loves his daughter. She loves him. This is, and you feel that when this thing turns, it's gonna be bad. But this movie, the daughter father relationship, it's cheesy McGee. Like he just just it, just the two of them living in happiness. And where's the mom? I have no idea what the whole scene is. Where's the school bus? I mean, what? <laughs> it's just these two living in a cabin out here. <laughs> Off We're finally grid. together. No Off more missions. And she always saying, "You promise you never leave again, Daddy." It's just there's like no backstory at all. It's and it's just, like you're like nine. What are you talking about? <laughs> but uh, you got a father daughter, and they apparently love one another because there's a note on the fridge that says, "Love you, Daddy." Love you, Dad. He's like, "I love you too." What's in oh, the sandwich? I love this sandwich. You, you don't want to know. I mean, it's just. Did you catch what he says? No. When he's reading that teeny bot magazine. What's he reading? Okay, wait, I, I'm like, I try to rewind. Like, what's going on? What does he say? He, he's talking about boy George. And he says, why don't they just call him girl George and, and uh, save us from the confusion? I'm like, dang. <laughs> That's funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> Big old Arnie. He don't understand pop culture, dude. <laughs> she goes, oh, you're so old, dad. Oh, dad. <laughs> Smiley face. But um, of course, he hears a chopper from far away. And uh, it stinking lands, and it's, it's his old boss. Because the movie starts with a bunch of his crew getting killed. Yeah, he, tell, he well, the guy comes and says, somebody's killing all your men. All your old team. We got to put and a team you, together. You got to see, you see three of the guys get killed, and they're all lame. Like, the first one's the best. The, the garbage one's the best um, the best execution. Because the car one, like, how do you know he was dead? Almost he, missed you. Uh, I was afraid you'd miss me. Don't worry, we won't. <laughs> um, was that one of his guys? That was one of his guys. That guy was cheese. Everybody but Arnold is Lamesville, <laughs> USA, dude. Okay. Let's just hash into that right now. Arnold, Every, he, he's going to uh, go through. He's, this This movie's kill count has to be one of the highest of all time. It's insane. I mean, it's, it's armies. It's literally Rambo level, like Rambo four levels of death, dude. Like just like in it. Which one's Rambo 4? The, uh, Is that the one where the missionaries were going? Yes. Too bad that was amazing. I never saw that one, dude. What? I know! I've seen First Blood, First Blood Part 2, worst title of all time. Uh. <laughs> Body Bags 2. <laughs> we don't call it First Blood Part 2. It's, you do when it's sly, boy. I guess so, dude. But, um, sneaking. Um, <laughs> so... Arnie, go, he's gonna. Jeremy Matrix is, is the man. He's gonna go through everybody. And he kills all. They could have gave him somebody that looked like they could fight, though, man. Every Jeez. guy he fights is it's lame. Is a, a chump stang, dude. Like is, what? I mean, the main guy who's supposed to be like his like disciple. First of all, what is the guy wearing, dude? He's got like a mesh tank top over. But it's like, not a even a good sleeveless. tank top. It's not a sleeve. It's like a. It's like one of those summer tanks that surfers wear. Like it's like it's real cut and far on the like. You know what I'm saying? On a black T-shirt, because <laughs> he's not he's not physically strong enough to wear it with no shirt underneath. He's not. Do he's you too know flabby. who he is? No. Do you know what other movie that guy is? I have. What's his name on this movie? A Bennett. Guy. Bennett. Bennett is the guy from Inner Space that gets in the machine 
that fights Dennis Quaid's machine. No, it's yes, not. that's him, dude. That's awesome, <laughs> yeah, dude. He had like longer hair and yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, same dude. The cowboy, right? No, the cowboy. That not, it wasn't the cowboy. Is it the cowboy's not the killer guy? No, the cowboy was just a dude with the gold tooth, man. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I, I forgot. Um, he was like a limo driver or something. Yes, you're something right, weird. dude. Um, that's an awesome movie, dude. Martin Short. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm possessed. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. Um, Meg Ryan, man. Before she was Meg Ryan, dude. Oh. But uh he everyone he fights, you're right, is 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 just pudgy. Has him she, has Sully him into the gym. Is, Sully is a small human being and not tough. How is Sully even talking to him about being old war buddies? Like, dude, you are you're like Rudy. Like you're like <laughs> you sit the bench to Rudy, dude. Dude, um, and Arnie, he's he he grabs a stinking phone booth, puts it on his on his over back Dude, he back rips shoulders, it out of the ground first, and body slams the stinking yes, phone so booth. Yes, so Sully can't make the phone call. This is way before cell phones. Oh, dude, he has a cell phone on a box. It's the cell phone suitcase you carry. Oh man, you know he ain't got no reception on that mug. <laughs> That's like having me Metro PCS, dude. But uh, stinking uh, um, they're, they're, my favorite lines of that whole movie, dude, is in that mall. Um, his the um, so he gets basically the bad guys come to get him. They steal his daughter because they want him to assassinate the president in Colombia or something. Yeah, something like that. And he's and the guy apparently they want Arnold because the Arnold had done work there. And because remember he says he the thinks very highly you. of yeah, you. Yeah, the president yeah. trusts you. So that's you, why they're hot. They're you put him, him into power. So you go there and it'll be great. Arnie gets on a plane. It's going to be an 11-hour flight from so America to the country to destroy. Sully's got to make sure he gets on the plane. Then he calls the boss man to tell him, yeah, he's on his way. But Arnie he jumps out of the plane off the sinking wheels. After the after one of the best one-liners of all time, because he's with that, that uh, Sully's partner, the black dude, who looks like... Who's ashy as a mug, he, too. And he is like... <laughs> he just looks like the toughest guy at the barbecue. <laughs> And he and he's like threatening Arnold, and you're like, yeah, right, dude. Like, Remember, she goes, shut your mouth. She goes, I'll nail it shut. Well, she said, the stewardess says, do you have any carry on, carry on luggage? And he goes, just him. <laughs> and then black dude got so mad, he goes, shut your mouth for a nail it shut. Uh, so then, of course, Arnold breaks his neck. It's nasty. Lays too. him down, puts the pillow, you know, and the hat over his face, and tells the the stewardess, don't wake my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here we go. We're off. It's all, off to the races, dude. Um, dude, but uh, incredibly, one of my favorite sequences is when they tore out his car engine, and so he just oh, he just pushes it to the edge neutral. of a hill, I mean, he, and, he, and, and he hops in. Dude, he hosses that car up and just and just drives it down a hill, dude. It's crazy how awesome he is. But um, so he has eleven hours. To put Sets his watch. And he's got to like track down where his daughter is, and that's the story. He just got to so he follows Sully, kills that fool, gets a clue, kills well, dude, that. You can't go that fast. Oh, sorry. Well, because uh, Sully tries to hit on the stewardess, right. who's Radon Chong, and she's the girl in the movie. Yep. So she doesn't. Who want is Radon Chong? Is, is Tommy Chong's daughter? Right. And um, if you don't know Cheech and Chong, then you're no friend of mine. <laughs> so Arnie sees that Sully's into her, See? so he. Kidnaps her Kidnapped the, and the, says, "Listen, don't be scared. This is what's going on. We got to save my daughter." Blah blah. First blah. of all, it's not that easy 
took a seat out of a convertible. It is if you're Arnold. He just rips it out like it's nothing. Well, the car was too small for him, dude. What do you want him to do? He's got to sit awesome. on the floor, dude. Um, so that's why you sit low and no one can see him. It's pretty smart. You just So then he tells her, you got to sweet talk Sully and get him out here so I can get him. Get my hands on him because we got to find out where my daughter's at. And she does him wrong, dude. She tells the cops. Or and tells the, the security, mall security mall guys, dude. So they, they how, about the, how about the one security guard? You guys want to see me kick some A? <laughs> and then and he he's that calls, same guy. He's got to call back up. He's like, he's one big Gi- mother he goes, That's one gigantic mother scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he really 6'2"? Is that how tall he stands? I don't know, man. He look, Looking at next to him, him next to everybody else in the movie, he looks like he's 6'7". <laughs> But uh, he rips, he dude, there's a part, he's like literally dogpiled by all these guards. And then he just does the Superman. Does the they, Neo in the Matrix. And everybody's flying, dude. But uh, um, she comes back to help him. I don't know why. She's clear and she jumps. Well, the thing is that one of the cops is going to shoot him and then she knocks the cop down the stairs. And then the cop, Lamesville, USA, is looking up, like laying down. Wait! <laughs> like, dude, it's just the most 80s cheese uh, but, ever. But, uh. Stinking, um, so they basically they, they they cut through all these different people. They he he takes Sully out, little car chase, not even a good car, just like cars driving, running two little tiny cars. <laughs> and they um, they stick and drive into a telephone pole. Arnie and Ray like, Chong do like dead stop, boom, and then that wearing seatbelts or nothing. And they're fine, it's crazy. He's like, You okay? You I okay? I think I'm dead. You're okay, <laughs> and uh. Kills Sully off the well, edge. Well, then he grabs Sully. He finds the the hotel room key in his pocket, and then he hang. And then he hangs Sully off the Sully, cliff. This is, this this my, is weak, my weak arm, d- dude. Is there any way a man can hold another man up by one hand? Listen, that's Sully, dude. We just talked about how tiny he is, <laughs> and we're talking about Mister Universe. I guarantee he really held him up with, by his ankle, dude. I, I, I don't Sully know. couldn't be 130 pounds. He's not that small, is he? Dude, he was tiny, dude. He was smaller than Radon Chong, big time. He was way smaller, a head taller than her. So I mean, I mean, 150 max, probably 130 pounds, dude. Wow. So he, Arnold probably putting up 500 pounds. You know that ain't nothing for him. He probably could do it. A full he extension. He probably did do it. Wow, dude. Too bad he drops him off the cliff, and then he goes up, and Radon Chong is standing there, and she's like, "What'd you do with Sully?" I let, I him, let go. him go. <laughs> So he goes goes to the hotel, fights the black guy, which he's the Green Beret, and he looks sorry as mug too. Dude, um, <laughs> everybody but Arnold looks like they got out of the military and just chilled. And they all talk big trash. Oh too. yeah, they're bad. They're, they're, he's he, like, you scared? Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> you messing with the Green Beret? This Green Beret could kick your a. Um, but uh, kills that guy dead. Oh, beat, like, oh man, gets him, dude. Beats him down, man. Um. They get to the the island. They, get, they, they basically get, they yeah. Get, fast forward. They figure out how to get. They figure out thanks to Radon Chong. She finds out where the um, airplane the planes yeah. were fueling up and where they're going. She gets the receipts for the planes. They're going to San Pedro, so he knows they're in San Pedro. So they go to the, this island, and literally, this general is trying to get himself like he, the general wants to do a coup of his old country. This general, ex general, wants to get back to his country, which is why he's already to kill the president, so he can kind of do a coup and reclaim authority. He's, he's, pretty, he's trying to be like Sheriff Nottingham. He's trying to like be the man. And he has an entire force. And this force he has, they're going to take over another country in T minus three days. Like, like, and yeah, they're a militia, dude. They are a huge army. And Arnie's gonna walk into this island fortress and fight 
an entire rebel army by himself. But he went shopping, got the guns. <laughs> and not only is he going to fight them, it's not tactical. He's not. Put- he's out in the open, dude. dude he's-, he's walking through an open field, <laughs> killing everybody. It's unbelievable. That's why it's the most 80s, because it's just. Well, we're with him. We're like, yeah, <laughs> you, he got him, dude. As a kid, remember when you kids were playing playing war? You didn't get me, dude. Like, it's like you always. You, there's no way you could have got me. I'm just here in the open. <laughs> <laughs> and then you play paintball, and you realize, oh shoot, I put my put my head out, I get shot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, he walks it, that that last sequence. There are hundreds, like at least there's maybe a hundred to two hundred men. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Armed he, to the teeth. I mean, he kills all of them. I mean, it's when he runs out of bullets, he gets uh, he goes to the shed and gets tools and starts killing everybody, <laughs> throwing chopping s- off arms, throwing, throwing saw, saw blades, blades at ninja stars, which was crazily cool. But it was amazing. There's eight guys, and it's one guy with a stinking with a rake, and you can't take him down. And it's almost like they're waiting there with loaded weapons, not shooting, waiting for their <laughs> turn to get killed. <laughs> The arm chop off. That guy's just waiting. Like, He's arm. like, here. <laughs> Dude, and Arnie looks like there's a sequence where he's low enough. Well, first of all, when he's off the plane to go to the island, he's in those bikini briefs. Well, dude, he's, he, can't, he can't paddle that boat to the island wearing clothes, man. <laughs> he's got to have his bikini briefs on. He's going to change when he gets there. But, uh, I mean, that's just for all the – he's just showing off Mr. Universe's body. He's oh, like, yeah, and then there's, like, a 10-second, uh, like, view of his back muscles while just, he's, as, while as, he's, as he's rolling. rolling. Dude, you're and like, they're just huge. As Danny DeVito said in Twins, man, your back's worse than the front. <laughs> but uh, when he, like – it's a great, like – like, he's, like, putting all the grenades on, guns, loading them. Black it's, paint on, dude, dude. It's just like, yeah, get him. Got the boots on. Boots with the fur. But uh, he's sneaking, just walks through an army and wipes all of them off the face they, of the earth. He doesn't even get scratched until Bennett. He doesn't he get touched. He doesn't get scratched, dude. <laughs> he don't even stub his toe, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. He's got a shotgun. This is what a, he does. A shotgun. And the funny a- thing is, Ben is trying to act like he's bad. He goes, oh, me and John would take out everybody. How about John would take out everybody, <laughs> fool? <laughs> By himself, dude. And they're all Mexicans, so they're all talking Spanish, just getting wiped. I'm like, oh, man. It's like, man, it's like going to the fair union, dude. <laughs> dude. But uh, finally, uh, Arnie fights Bennett. And you're thinking, so how is that giving you trouble, Arnie? How is this guy? Okay, first of all, how are they? How Number one, how does Bennett rip the door off the furnace? And it's like, you know it's super hot. It's got to be super hot. And then hot. he's holding it, hitting Arnie with it. It's like. That thing's got to be 300 degrees, dude. Dude, um, and his acting's a little over the top, dude. He's like, I don't need your daughter. I don't need this gun. I can take you myself. Like, it's it's over the top psycho, dude. And uh, he's got him dead to rights, and Arnie talks him into throwing the gun away. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Just shoot him. Shoot the kid, and you win. Seriously. Like, um, Bennett. You're the hero of the rebellion, dude. Um. But you're gonna be a one man army because Arnie killed everybody else. Uh, but uh, <laughs> dude, and it's beautiful. It's it's explosions. It's it's just it's a symphony of destruction. Is what it is, dude. Um, Dan out, bounce. 
Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, so the cast. Everything movie, a guy wants out of a movie. Everything his girlfriend hates. Exactly, dude. It's it's and right on Chong is funny. She's kind of the voice of women. There's a part where the two guys are fighting. She goes, what is this macho BS? Dude, that's what this is what the movie is, dude. It's, it's that awesome. scene, though, too, when they're fighting. There's no sound. It's like, ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> and then there's the random neighbors that are naked. It's so 80s, dude. It's <laughs> completely 80s, man. So the cast includes Arnold Schwarzenegger. One of the one of the huge uh, actors of the eighties, a huge, huge action superhero, um, and you also have Alyssa Milano in the film, who's a very young Alyssa Milano. She's a child. I don't even know if Who's the Boss was out yet. No, I think Who's the Boss is after this, and then because she grows up on Who's the Boss, for, is it five seasons that's on the air at least? And uh, her and Dan's a dude, and then she becomes in her own right a kind of a star. Was she ever in movies, or she goes straight? Yeah, to Yeah, she Charmed? was in movies. What movies was she in? She was in. Remember, she was in Double Dragon, dude. Oh my goodness! I don't think that she went had well the short for- blonde hair. <laughs> I don't think that went well for her, dude. I think that movie made like three million. <laughs> Double too dragon. bad. She was fine as a mug though. But then she joins the Charmed Gang, and then she had another show after that. Um, no, that's that's it, right? That was her last show. Was Charmed? I don't know. She does commercials now for like feminism or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think she believes in something or Wait, something. I say, she's like got uh, morals and stuff or something. <laughs> I just watch and nod. <laughs> Anything you say. <laughs> Here's $20. <laughs> I'm donating to the cause, whatever it is, because you're in the commercial. But, um, so, jeez, man. But, um, uh, so, that's that's the cast of the movie. Now, we decided this, this, this doing Commando. One of Arnie's gems, one of the gems of his career, um, goofy, uh, meathead, sledgehammer fun. But here's the thing we want to ask. Even though Arnie was a cheesy <laughs> 80s icon who became the governor of California and the host of The Apprentice... <laughs> It's, it's amazing. I mean, it's like the, he came in as an immigrant to do this, though. Learned Didn't English. Didn't even speak English. In Her- you watch Hercules in New York, his first movie? It's, it's dubbed. You can't. It, and his accent's thick. And Conan, his accent's thick, dude. Yeah, it is. Too bad. Both those movies are amazing. In James Earl Jones is a snake dude. king. Oh, it's so good, dude. Um, Bumbata! <laughs> dude! <laughs> who's Bumbata? It's, um, it's uh, Wilt Chamberlain, it's dude. It's Wilt Chamberlain, dude. He double Crosses. Too bad he's like seven foot tall, wow, dude. dude. Um, Remember the ice uh, ice castle, dude? That movie's amazing. Dude. I gotta watch it again. Here's the question: so All these great '80s action movies that are that are Schwarzenegger to the key is the question is, will Arnie pass the greatness test? Yes, he will. will. Ar- does Arnie have three movies that will last the test of time that even our kids or our kids' kids will watch? So, what do we got for Arnie? Great movies are gonna last at the time. Terminator Two, Judgment Day. I it's completely with a right. bullet, dude. It's it's gonna make. It, I watch it today. I can't wait to show it to my my son, dude. I'll tell you another one with a bullet. True Lies. You think True Lies? What? Go? That movie is okay. It's awesome. It blew my mind. Okay, it's James Cameron who's the man, dude. It's amazing. But I don't hear much about it. It's not. It's not quoted what? Tom much. Tom Arnold was so funny. Dude. What kind of sick bee takes the ice cube trays? <laughs> 
Dude. <laughs> Dude, it's and the, 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 we quote two lies a lot on this podcast, we do. don't we? I just realized we I got quote. a little it's pathetic. <laughs> we quote it all the time. Speaking of which, how about Bill Paxton making that small cameo as the air traffic controller, dude? I mean, look, he's got three lines in this movie. Love and life, dude, breaking into Hollywood. Um I think Arnie and Pim must have been friends because he's also in be. Terminator One. He plays one of those punkers at the very beginning with the Mohawk. Dude. I thought Arnie helped get him his career started. He dude. probably did. Um, but uh so I'm gonna say, okay, true lies put on the shelf. That, that no, movie, dude, how can you put that on the shelf? That movie's amazing. I I'm saying tell you, if we come up with a number two, number three, they're not gonna be as good as true lies. I'm telling you right now. Oh, you know number two is better than true lies? Predator. Dang. The first Predator movie <laughs> launched me. a franchise that's still going because that, that movie, watch it today. It's stinking incredible. It's awesome, dude. Like, the first half of it is like a war movie. It's just war buddies getting back together. Dude, there's a scene. It, it, Jesse Ventura's dude, in it, dude. There's a scene in that movie. A fellow governor of Minnesota. <gasps> oh, my gosh, dude. There's a scene with, like, him and Apollo Creed meet. What's when it, they uh, shake Carl, hands. And they just both, like, Carl Gah! Weathers with the biggest forearms you've ever and seen. Just trying to, like, Carl Weathers is a lot smaller, but he's shredded. He shredded. Huge, dude. Um, And... When the Predators are coming out. I don't know what was better, Carl Weathers on Predator or Carl Weathers as Chubbs on on Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Dang alligator, took mine. He goes, goes, yeah, I was in the play in the match. He's like, oh, because you're black? No, dang alligator bit mine. (laughs) But I got his eye. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. He was great as Chubbs. He was so awesome. Oh, man. But, I mean, Carl Weathers had a good career, didn't he? He had an awesome career, He dude. was Apollo Creed, He's man. He's Apollo Creed, man. But uh, Predator, that, watch, it, watch it again. Watch He's it, Action watch Jackson, it. bro. All that movie didn't go very well no, for No, it him. didn't, but the, uh, me and Henry talk about the cover of that movie, dude. Uh, but uh, Stinkin' Predator, you watch it today, it still holds up. It's the action awesome. is very straightforward. The Predator is scary, and the rules of the Predator's world is incredible. As a hunter, um... It, man, is that movie yeah, great, he, dude? He, uh, he he turns himself invisible to blend in, so you can't oh, see him. Oh man, dude! But you see, he only outlines. hunts. He only hunts um, armed adversaries. He doesn't hunt the weak. It's got to be a um, challenge, right? It's got to be something that can. Be, and Arnie at the end when he fights him, and they like that's a great battle. Arnie versus Predator. Arnie's got no chance, dude. When he fights a thing like like just them two together, you're like this thing's ripping his head off, yeah, dude. dude. Man, is that movie? All right, good. Well, okay, that's one and two. Okay, Predator. T2. Are any of his comedies going to make it, you think? Because he's done a lot Too of bad. comedies. Too bad, okay, aside from Twins being amazing and Kindergarten Cop being amazing, I don't know if they're great. Kindergarten Cop is quoted a lot. It's... A lot. Yeah. Like, it's not a Tuma. Is, it's, in, it's still in our lexicon everywhere. <laughs> like, anytime I hear about cancer, I feel bad. Because even if it's, I'm in a meeting and it's sad, my first in my brain it's like, it's not a doom. <laughs> oh, you dog, dude. Because it's in your head because that stupid it movie. It is, it is. And then you have uh, the boys. The bo- <laughs> what boys have a penis. Girls have vagina. <laughs> dude, that's... Or, what is your daddy and what does he do? Like, what is your daddy and what does he do? That, dude, there's a lot of things that there we, is, that dude. are out there in our culture. Um, So, I think our cop is it's good, but it's, I don't know if it's great. You're right. 
Who's the girl he dates Nat? Is it anybody? Penelope Ann Miller, dude. Pee-wee's girlfriend from Big Top Pee-wee. Carlito's girl on Carlito's Way, dude. Dang. Way to pull some <laughs> movies, dude. Wow. I got to redeem myself from Life Challenge, man. We got schooled over uh, there, but dude. Dude, what's crazy is, just so you know, when we do these, like, greatness tests, we don't have a script with any movies in it. We, we, we're going we're off going from, from, from memory. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with you. Let's do Two Lies, number three, and we'll call it a day. Yeah, so we Predator, could, we could go for T2, and True Lies are three movies. I'll tell you what movie ain't going to make the greatness test. Last Action Hero, dude. Even though I did love it. I loved it, but it's not good, dude. Too bad the best part was the uh, original uh, soundtrack song, ACDC, Big Gun. That song that was, is for the, that Last was Hero? made for Last Action no, Hero. No, it wasn't. Yes, that, was on, that got an award for original uh, song. Nice. That song's awesome. That's like one of their best songs ever. I love that song. Now, what we're going to do, just so you know. Love Ar- that joke. <laughs> Arnie is we Okay, so Arnie, what's the, you're here from Redroom Theater. In our eyes, in our minds, the heart of all America, you are the greatness. You're great. And I will say, um, honorable mention, go watch that movie with him in Knoxville. Heck, Last Stand is. yes. How you, how you feeling? Old. <laughs> Dude, Dude, it's awesome. It's really fun. It's so good. Man, um, that, uh, that Mexican friend is in that. What's his name? Um, Luis Guzman? Louis, the Luis He's the Guzman best ever. He's great. He's great. Dude, I watched that movie. I'm like, I loved every side character so much. I'm like, I don't want anybody to die. I know. Because you love all these. His dumb sheriff department are so cool. Dude, dude. we need to do a greatness test just on Louis Guzman, bro. He's in he might everything. Make it. He's in everything. Um, Count of Monte Cristo. He's the best in he's that. In it? He's the guy uh, when uh, he's got a knife fight him on the beach, but then he says to keep him alive. So then he follows him the rest of the movie. That's and like right. takes care of him. That's right. Dude, I gotta see that movie dude, again, it's dude. Awesome. So, He's like, come on, we go down there for the weekend. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> oh, dude, that movie's amazing. He's awesome. Um, next week, we're going to do a Stallone film, a Stallone 80s gem. And we're asked the question, who is the, great, the greater 80s action icon? Is it Stallone or is it Schwarzenegger? And that's a question. How are you going to ask that one? We're going to hash dude. it out next week, baby. We're going to hash it out next week. Is Tango and Cash 90s or 80s? It's it's close to we're, we're, 90? We're, we're gonna do 80s 90s as a whole. Just eight, okay, eight. okay, yeah, it's got to be 80s 90s because they they blend that's over. Our, that's pretty much our thing. 80s 90s, legit, legit. Before this movie raises us wrong, raises us right, we want to ask you to please give us a five star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Um, this will allow our podcast to be seen by many other people. I mean, already. Um, it's starting to rise in the ranks in iTunes. Thank you guys for those that are putting five-star reviews. Please keep doing If you have an iTunes, if you listen to this through the Apple I, uh, Podcast Store, please leave a five-star rating. It helps our podcast just get out to the masses. It costs you nothing but three minutes of your time, and it helps us tremendously. We want to read one of our five-star reviews from um, a reviewer named V.A. Boy Nor- North North and Heart. Virginia boy, North and Hart. Okay, so guys from Virginia. Probably from Michigan. From Michigan. So VA boy, North and Hart. He says, man, I love listening to this while I'm delivering mail. Left it out loud on my route. People probably thought I was losing it. Very well done. Best trilogy of all time? Question mark? Oh, a Good one. <sighs> Tony, what do you think? We can't do it right now. Okay. Well, you we- already know what my favorite trilogy is. Okay, we'll, we'll put that on the back burner. 
We'll do a special podcast one of these days, and we'll hash that out. Definitely ain't Lord of the Rings, boy. Oh, no, it's not. Well, um, VA boy, Northern North, North and Heart, Virginia boy, Northern Heart. Um, Facebook uh, message us or Twitter message us, um, Red Room Theater. So Facebook DM or Twitter message with your address, and we will send you some movie swag this week, dude. Um, so in honor of our guy being a mailman, best mailman in film, what do you think? Oh, best mailman. I mean, I don't think the postman with cash is going to get it. No. <laughs> I say the mailman in Funny Farm, dude. He's amazing. <laughs> At the very end, he gets And then everyone. he comes in and he's like, to, he's got like the wine. You never see him the whole no. movie. You, see, you, you just he, hear his laugh. Dude, uh, he offered, what, everyone $500 to help sell the to place? To sell the house. I'll even take the dog. Um, yellow dog? You want yellow dog? <laughs> dude. But that the, mailman's the, dope. He comes in and smiles, dude, and gives the wine. Then he's like, I love this. I'm not moving. Everyone looks at him and goes, of course, I'll pay you guys all your money. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so that's our favorite mailman. That was a good film. mailman. Funny um, Farm was dope. Dope. But uh, so, yeah, to tw- uh, message us on either Twitter or on Facebook to Red Room Theater and we'll give us your address and we'll send you some free swag this week. Okay, bro? So, what about the mailman on, uh, what's that? Uh, not Cujo. What's the other dog one? Man's best friend. Man's best friend, dude. He pulls that, the mace out, dude. That oh, dog comes man, at him, bro. That's, dude, that kid gets his. Ooh. <sighs> um, man, mailmen in dog movies always get dude. Well, that's that's a mailman's life, man. Oh, okay. What up, dog? <laughs> so, how does an '80s action movie raise us right and raise us wrong? Well, first off, raise us right. Commando taught us the power of the one-liner for days. This, I mean, Arnie's known for the one-liners. He's got, and I mean, this might be the first movie. He says this famous trademark line. Hey, Bennett, I'll be back. The Terminator comes out before Commando. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. It's before 86? First of all, Terminator was 84. Oh, shoot. Because Terminator 2 is, I think, 89 or 90. No, it's like 10 years later. I think 96. No, it's not 96. 94. It's t- 10 years after the first one, so 84, 94. What year is Commando? 86. I'm so, Terminator's I'm, first. He's, uh, he's bigger in Terminator than he is in this. He uses I'll be back in almost everything he does. The Terminator 1, you're right. I'll be back. He says it in the cop station. Yeah. Leans forward. That's how Brennan Fraser learned how to say it on Encino Man because he was watching that scene, remember? That's dude, in the party pull. store. He's like, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Blow off a little steam, Bennett. But uh, so, um, power of the one-liner. We, throughout our life, love throwing one-liners out. So, and oftentimes, inappropriately. Oftentimes, like... My wife's falling down on the ice, and I'll throw out a one-liner to help her get up, which is, doesn't go well for me. <laughs> you dog, dude. <laughs> but uh, so one time, when I, uh, I'll tell my because my bad, yours is good. I did the worst one-liner of all time once, dude. Um, Stinking. I was in Chicago. I just come home from, I was at home, and our family was going through a really hard time, a uh, really hard emotional time as a family. I come home on a train to Chicago. I come to Chicago on a train. It's 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning. I'm walking back. I got a duffel bag over the back of my shoulders, like like thinking the way Arnie carried that thinking phone booth. I have this duffel bag over my shoulders. And I walk past the buildings. A guy leaning on the building, so he's behind me now. Another man crosses the street, so he's in front of me. I realize I'm between two men. I'm going to get robbed. The guy coming at me at, at the front, he's like the leader of the two. He's the one that's talking. He's the bold and confident one. And he says to me, he goes, hey, man. What's in the bag? 
and I'm trying to be cool. And even in my heart right this moment, I'm not afraid. I'm not worried. The only emotion I have in my heart is one of gratitude. Because I'm like, I'm so emotionally pent up. I'm so sad and hurt. And you know what's easier than being sad or hurt? Being angry. And I'm like, I need to wreck someone's life tonight. And I was pumped that these fools wanted to rob me. Chicago ain't no safe place, dude. Dude. I these mugs probably are career robbers. So the guy's like, what's in your bag? I'm like, nothing. He goes, you mind if I get a look? And I was like, yeah, I mind. And the guy smiles and he says, you know, there's two of us, right? And I'm trying to be tough and cool and, and have a good Arnie one-liner. And I say back to this guy, I'm like, I say to him, we know there's two of me, right? <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense whatsoever, dude. I bet inside you were shaking your head. That was all, dude. I, I was like, oh, it was like Homer Simpson. Say something smart, say something smart. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of you picture is uh, Robert De Niro in your head. You blew it. <laughs> But I ended up keeping my bag, putting a guy in the hospital, and got myself like you know six months of anger management in my college. Um, but uh, too bad you, the best one liner was when you had to go see that shrink in college for anger management, and you brought him a coke. I, I you brought two cans of coke. I never drink alone. <laughs> <laughs> that poor counselor. I didn't want to be there at all, dude. I was good hunting before Good Hunting was a movie. Heck yeah, I'm watching yes, that dude. going, oh, that's, that's, I shouldn't have done those things to that counselor. <laughs> Sitting there in silence, just drinking my Coke, dude. Um, counselor guy, if you're out there listening to this, you did do good stuff. It took me a while to get warm to you, man. That's all. That's all. Um, that was my one of my worst one-liners of all time. But Tony, you got a good one-liner. Okay, so I, I was, uh, while, years back, I was uh, MMA amateur MMA fighter. I used to fight around Michigan. And, what was um, your name, dude? The Executioner boy. Dude, I used to go watch this guy fight, and he had t-shirts this, and everything. Yeah, this Tejano music would come on, dude. It was um, who played the music? Cumbia Kings, boy. The Cumbia Kings, dude. Shh. Um, that, that song was, was awesome. Great, so, great jam, dude. If I ever make a return, so will that song. I would, dude. You have to come up to that jam. But I, I watched Tony fight, and he was, dude. You were good, dude. That was really good. Well, I had a fight that they aired on Fox Sports. One of the best knockouts in Michigan amateur it was, history, it right? It was uh, seven seconds, yeah. It was You wrecked that guy's. Yeah. And that guy was a big fight, too. It was, we were both undefeated. massive fans there. Well, yeah. Was, was he the was, he was the Irish brawler, yeah. He had people were in the, uh, the, the people were in the stands in the, like, where the fight was. They were wearing shirts that said Irish brawler in the front and the back would say, like, wife or dad or brother. He had as many fans as you did that night. It was yeah. the Irish brawler versus the executioner. That was the most racist oh, fight yeah, of all it was. Time, it was dude. like a war of the countries. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. War, war he should have came out to dropkick Murphy's. That would have been that, awesome. That would have been awesome. He had some dumb metal song or whatever, hard rock. You know what that song was he came out to? I have to? no idea. I have no idea. But, uh, Probably Five Finger Death Punch or something. <laughs> Cheese McGee's. But, dude, you, seven seconds you put that guy down in. So I put the guy down. Well, they took that fight, and they took uh, they took a few, like the best fights from that night they took, and they made um, two separate nights on uh, Fox Sports Detroit, and they, they aired them. So people were texting you because they saw yeah, you well, they, Yeah, they were showing them at the bars and everything in Waterford. And they showed them for months on for, late for night. like, like yeah. four or five weeks in a row they showed them. And um, so they came to the gym to interview me and, um, you know, to watch me train a little bit, watch me work out. And then they then he was asking me questions in the back. And then uh, we got into me playing drums and we're talking. And he was just asking me, what what's uh, – you know, what's more exciting for you, playing uh, drums in front of a crowd or, or fighting, you know? And so, like, not even trying to come out with an Arnie one-liner, I told him, 
uh, he, he had asked what was more exciting between drums and fighting. And I told him, um, whether, whether it's beaten skins or beaten heads, it's all good to me. And he like gave me this, like pointed at me. He's like, that's good. That's good. We're going to keep that. <laughs> so I had a bunch of friends that homemade Mexicaner t-shirts for me for my next fight. And that line was on the back of the shirts. It was so funny. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. But uh, so we believe in the power of the one liner. We've been saying them our whole life, and uh, we 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 love it, dude. We love it. Um, now how did it raise us wrong? Now this one, if you're child of the '80s, you're with us on this one. I'm I'm almost guaranteeing. Um, Commando was part of the thing. It's one of the movies that helped us be completely desensitized to violence. You gotta understand, we were raised by HBO at my grandma's house, so. We go in the basement. There's a TV and HBO down there. They, just as long as we were out of their hair, they didn't care. We're watching rated R movies. We're seven, watching six years RoboCop, old. Terminator, Terminator One. We're watching stinking um, Commando. We're watching we're everything. Even, we're watching the scary movies. Heck yeah, The I, Thing with Kurt Russell. We're watching crazy cow. movies. Oh, we're watching crazy stuff, dude. Because we'd be watching movies late night too. <coughs> Legit, dude. We watching the, the after nine, after ten o'clock HBO stuff. We used to watch Dream On, which was kind of an adult comedy. Dang, dude. Remember that, yeah. dude? Yeah. We didn't even get half the crap, or we're watching it. Just we loved it though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Steakin, it got to a point where we'd watch, like we're watching one one Christmas, we were watching the Evil Dead trilogy. Remember? Uncle Johnny bought it for us. So we're watching Evil Dead one and two on Christmas morning. Rolling. And there's a scene, and it's probably the goriest scene in all the Evil Dead. Well, no, in the, in the original trilogy, where there's a there's a the, the monsters in the stinking cellar, and they're like trying to jump on that door to the, the, the demon go downstairs, and they're jumping on the thing's skull, and its eye pops out of its socket, sails across the room, and there's a girl screaming, ah, and it goes into her stinking mouth. She's like, go, <laughs> and we stinking died laughing. We're like, ah, <laughs> the little kids. We're watching. Toxic Avenger, a trauma movie. That movie is the goriest movie you've ever seen. I mean, just bloody psycho mess and laughing and not even flinching at the amount of just... Just blood, buckets, oh, blood. I mean, really, because of our generation, I think watching these movies with no supervision of parents at all, we're the generation that create tortured porn. Movies like Saw and Hostel... Our generation just—we're just so used to blood. We gotta kind of up Green the Inferno. But um, we could watch things and and like literally, it didn't phase us. Like violence did not phase us at all. Um, and so I had to growing up. I actually I got like as I like grew up and became a man. I had to like try to resensitize myself. Um, and now there's things that I, I flinch watching movies. Now I at least feel it. I don't. It's not entertainment to me, something awful. I remember when I graduated high school. You know what? Remember in high school how every in, um, class has a, a, a class movie when you graduate? Class movie? Like it's in the yearbook, like the class, the, the 1980 or whatever, 1998 class so movie. We ain't that old, fool. 19, I'm 1998. My class movie from the year I graduated, you know what it was? Huh. It was not Super 8, it was 8mm. What? That was our class movie. Too bad that movie is the darkest movie. Too bad that might be Nicolas Cage, one of his best performances. Actually, he is incredible, dude. He is incredible in that. In that. that movie's sick, man. Dude, that movie is a good movie, but it's not one you watch for entertainment. Like, and 
I'm glad a movie like that bothers and hurts me. I don't want to be deadened to evil in our world. A movie like Welcome for a Dream should knock me down. It should it should make it should hurt my heart and qu- make me question my life. Well, man, I just watched Train Spotting and I couldn't even watch it, man. I was like turning away, like, dang, like. That should not be entertaining for people. Like, no. Eight Millimeter should not be a movie we watch with popcorn with our boys laughing at it. And I had a fight to resensitize my life. Like that's why in um what's that movie called? In um Edward Norton Racist. Oh, American History X. That curb job, I'll never watch it again. I will turn. I will. I will make sure. I, I close my ears and my eyes. I can't. I tell see you it. what. One movie that messed me up was watching um. Blood in, blood out when they dropped that dude on the fire hydrant. That's one of the hardest things i ever seen, bro. I was like, dang, boy. Dude, but I'm glad we tried to find our way so we're not. When we were little, we were way worse. It's crazy how we were crazier at 12 than we are at 35. It's crazy. But uh, watching all that stuff and having no filter just kind of just deadened us to violence. Um, but uh, that's how a movie raised us wrong. It just helped us. It just, uh, it just was a sneaking step on the path for us being completely desensitized to violence um so yeah that's how the movie raises wrong and raises right so um that's that we'd love to see you on social media follow us on twitter at red room theater Check out on facebook at facebook.com slash red room theater and always remember theater is the european spelling featray now next week on the red room theater we're watching a stallone film because we're preparing to have the conversation who is the greater action hero Stallone or Arnie. Now, if you're going to do an action hero, there's only one movie you can do. There's only one movie you can do. And it's not Stop or My Mom Can Shoot. <laughs> you want to do something funny, dude? Uh. Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Stallone was talking in an interview that he was fighting Arnold openly. His, his, he, they wanted to beat one another. Went up one another movies and how, like how much money they made. And Arnold would intentionally leak out scripts he wasn't looking at. Like, Arnie's just in this script. And so he <sighs> released... Like he was really just into this comedy. Stop my mom was shoot. And Stallone grabbed it. Stallone grabbed it. He wanted to stop him. So he grabbed it. And it was all a trick by Arnie to get him to do it. That and movie so, was so bad. Dude, so Arnie got Stallone like nobody's business in that That's movie. really funny, dude. <laughs> That's really That's funny, dude. That's pretty funny, dude. Arnie's like. So, what's the lone movie we're going to do next week, dude? Expendables. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> just kidding, dude. <laughs> I'm 50, but he's still rock. He wants to be president. Dude. Uh, Rambo. Now, the Rambo franchise is pretty impressive. We're doing part if one. We're, if we're going to go head-to-head Arnie versus Sly, and we just did Commando, we got to do Rambo. Got to. Because it's another one-man wrecking crew, dude. Legit. So, so watch Rambo this week. Get ready for next week. Um, as always, send in uh, comparisons too. Wait, who you think is the better star? Yeah. Oh, dude, make your vote. Who are you for? Who do you think the better actor? Give the, us, give us some um, stuff. Make to your back, argument. Yeah, make make an your argument. argument. Who's the better action star, Arnie or Stallone? But remember, we're talking eighties, nineties, straight up. Because Arnie really hadn't done much lately. Well, he's now he's back because the Governor stuff's over. But now he's back. But but Expendables is dope. I like the Expendables. Legit. The first one I liked a lot more than the second two. The first one was amazing. But, uh, so. Mickey Rourke was amazing in that one. Oh, man. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Room Theater. (laughs) 